In 1971, Seattle was in a bad way. The Boeing Company had laid off some 60,000 workers over the previous four years, and it was not looking any better. A famous billboard near the airport asked, Will the last person leaving Seattle turn out the lights? That spring and fall, I was living in an apartment in North Highline, not working, struggling to pay the rent. The previous couple of years, I had gone to college, but I enjoyed writing poetry and song lyrics. My friend Carl V. Larson Jr. was a guitarist and had an absolutely beautiful Martin D-1220 12-string guitar. He and I had written a few songs. While they were not recorded, we played them a few times for family and friends, and everyone enjoyed them enough to encourage us. We'd even gone into the jingle business doing radio jingles for an electronic store called Stereoland in Burien, and a catchy one for Continental Bank. Everybody wants to live a different lifestyle. Continental banking makes it worthwhile. We're the thank you bank. We're Continental Bank. I didn't sing it, but we paid somebody else to do that, and it ran on radio for about a year. As we transitioned into 1972, the economy was struggling. Carl and I came up with a blues song that drew on the woes of the Great Depression, which reflected Seattle's economic conditions at the time. Even though we had zero idea what that was really like, and the lyrics I wrote didn't actually make sense. The New Depression Blues was just a simple song about bad times. We wrote it and forgot about it. But 10 years later, my brother Scott, whom we called Bo, had come of age. and was a good singer and guitarist by then. And he was fooling around with the song and made a recording of it. 1982 was in many ways worse than 1972. Interest rates nationally went over 21%. We were in a genuine, deep recession. We played the recording for my dad, and he loved it. The original home demo was pretty good, to be honest. He said, I think you should record it. How much does that cost? We told him it would be around $1,000 to $1,500. He began a series of sales pitch phone calls to his friends, sometimes playing the song over the phone, and asked them each for $100, until he found 15 of them. What a guy. We booked the recording session at the music source on Capitol Hill, where we'd done our jingle work with the brilliant Dave Rayner, who was and is a great engineer, singer, and guitarist. We hired a session drummer. We made both sides of a single in the same day. The B-side was a song Carl and I wrote about lost love and horses called Riding the Ridge, inspired my visit by my visit to a place called the End of the Seventh Mountain. In the transition from the original home demo, the song got sped up and turned into more of a rock song, which frankly took the heart out of it, making it more of a pure novelty record. But hey, we had very little idea about what we were doing. Then came the rest which was a promotional effort. We formed our own record label, Nickel Records, featuring a buffalo head nickel, and it had mastered at, at Allen Zentz in Los Angeles, then had 1,545 RPM copies pressed. Our pal Greg Carter took the photo for the dust jacket of Bo with a 1932 Ford parked outside the quote-unquote Darth Vader building on 4th Avenue South. 
On the sidewalk, we didn't ask permission. We printed a full-size single-page newspaper about the record, got stories about it on King TV and Cairo TV, plus a story on Cairo Radio, got the record into Tower Records, sent out copies to a wide variety of people, sold about 150 copies. It did get on the radio. Famous radio personality Dr. Demento played it, and oddly enough, we got a royalty check for $15 from Denmark, of all places. We got a review of it on some music magazine, and Bo appeared in a group shot for the cover of The Rocket Tabloid. We posed for a photo with the governor of Washington, Mike Lowry, and that was about it. The New Depression Blues, not a very good song, did have one more remake, however. In 2009, we shot a music video. This time, we rewrote it. Carl was the performer, with Bo playing the lead guitar. It's still on YouTube. If you search for it with quotes for New Depression Blues, and you'll see that it has about 9,600 views. You can even find a copy of it, the original disc, out there if you search for it on the Internet. We set up a website for the label, too, because by then the Internet was up and running. That said, it's now gone, of course. I did a lot more songwriting and recording with my brother, and probably the best thing to come out of it, aside from the time with my brother, was that I joined ASCAP. And later, again with Dave Rayner, I wrote a jingle melody for a software company. I got a lot of airplay on the radio and made me a lot of money in royalties. That's a sheer cure for a new depression. <laughs> <laughs>